I think um, we have a lot of dedicated listeners that are excited about hearing about updates. Um, I think they were very excited about what you posted in the channel. Uh, and so maybe maybe we just start with the first part, which is what are we thinking in terms of mint date? I know things are a little bit shaky in crypto. Um, if you ask me, I believe that we are probably at a at least a near-term bottom in crypto prices. So maybe we'll see a little bit of a reprieve in NFTs as well. Um, would love to hear your thoughts on, um, don't have to give us a date, but um, general thoughts on the mint itself. So we've been going back and forth about uh, a mint date. We've been actually been like mint ready for a while now in, in terms of, okay, like it's push of a button and we could be minting, right? Um, but the market hasn't been very, very nice to us and uh, which is fine. And it also had, had us rethink um, the core of the project. So in terms of mint date, it, it will be soon. And I, I, I know everyone has been saying like soon has been sooning forever and I don't want to um, be that project that just never mints, but uh, we'll be minting soon. There will be one big difference though, and that is the supply. Um, so we are lowering the supply of the mint. Um, and that's not purely because of the market. It does, I, I did take it into account, but it's more so um, that we want to activate and reward our like most active uh, base of community. So that's that's the biggest change, I think, um, in terms of Mint and what we previously said about that. Got it. And I think in the past we had originally talked about it being about 3,333. Do you have a finalized number? Can you share what you think? What you're thinking? Yeah, yeah, I can. It, it's eight eight eight. Eight eight eight. Okay. So I mean. Just based on our active community, um, that's probably a really healthy number to ensure that we mint out and have a robust dis distribution, but also, um, you know, a solid enough uh, core core pack of members. Exactly, and I think when it comes to um, the future of the pack, I think it makes like when I when we started thinking about it, it actually made a lot of sense to have a smaller core of like really active community members and then whatever we create in the future could be uh centered around that core uh around those core holders so um yeah i'm actually i'm super excited about it and it, it it actually makes me even more bullish on the idea of having this this core collection and like creating out of that that's that's i'm not going to 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 to, yeah. to, to go into too much detail uh about um, anything uh, that we were that we were thinking of in terms of additional uh, um, mints, but uh, yeah, I think I think eight eight is a healthy number. I think uh, there, there should be some decent FOMOing as well. Uh, I can't wait. Actually, it's it's. Uh, I would love to get the funds out there. You know, people have been wanting them for a long time. I think <laughs> we're coming up like a, a, a full year now. Uh, we've seen uh, three different market cycles already, so it's it's time uh, it's time, Joe. It's it. I, I think it's time to give the people the funds. Yeah, I think you know, good things take time. You don't want to rush things too quickly. Um, so, 
the people that are here, um, it's easy to know that they're here because they truly believe in the project. I also think um, the foundation is stronger when you take a little bit more time to build it out. Uh, the last, the last thing you want is to rush a mint and then have people with expectations that can't be met, whether it's right or wrong, what their expectations are. So um, that makes that makes a lot of sense in regards of reducing the amount and making it a little bit more consistent, just because of the market uncertainty. Exactly, and it's been it's been like what you said. Like it takes time to build, and I've been I've been thinking about that as well because I saw a post and it was very crypto related, but it still uh, kind of triggered me. It was about a certain project attached to a certain coin. Um, and the moment it started delivering the, like it felt the, 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 it fell down, right? The, 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 um, the value of the coin just went like it, it fell down so hard. And, I, maybe it was Pentoshi. I'm not, I'm not right. I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. But I think it was Pentoshi. And and he said like this is the this people invest in um, they invest in the hope for the future and not in a project that's already delivering. Just so and and basically what he was saying is like if you have a project, if you have a company that's in crypto right now, just never deliver. You know, that's that's probably the way uh, that most projects keep uh, uh, getting um it keep growing and and it made me think like shit have we been have we been already doing too much um like like we, we've been we've been building uh the pack for a while now and i was like oh, shit maybe we should have we should have done everything much sooner and then we could have been delivering right now right but it like it would have been such a different scenario in that case and and I think I actually kind of like that the market took this turn and it gave us some time to really think and act. And I like that we're doing it a little bit different mm-hmm. than uh, that other projects. You know, in the in the prior podcast episode mm-hmm. with Cardi um, mm-hmm. from Art One Hundred and One, we had discussed how a high mint cost generally leaves no real motivation for projects to yeah. deliver because they've already yeah. got the reward, yeah. right? Um, this project, this company, this brand, Deer Pack, feels different because this, to me, mirrors more of a startup that's trying mm. to build traction and show growth and show progress before investors mm-hmm. will invest, mm-hmm. right? And so I honestly think more projects, if they can afford to, would get a lot out of a process like this where they generate value and they show building mm-hmm. before asking for people to, quote unquote, um, mm-hmm. invest and it's not investing, right? Cause you're exactly. buying art, yeah. but you know, you want to be a yeah. part of something. And so I, I think this could be the start of something where it, it holds people more accountable as they mm-hmm. release projects. Um, you know, it swung obviously very far in terms of from one side to the other. We started with, um, huge exclusive white lists and, and priority lists. And now it swung all the way to free mints and both have a huge downfall, right? One is one is you get so much money and then the people don't deliver and the expectations can never be met. That's the priority list one. On the other side, it's if you do it for free, well, why do you expect anything from us? It was a free mint. Somewhere in the middle is the right answer. And I think Deer Pack is well positioned to strike that balance of um 
showing mm. enough progress and development to show that it's not just a um, a quick project that's going to just rug mm -hmm. everybody. And then also leaving enough on the table to grow exactly. into it too yeah, and build more value. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, and, and I think 888 is a great number because it's enough to have a strong foundation, but it's also small enough where if we do create value the way we expect to and intend to, um, it should drive the value for those holders even higher um, in the long run. And, you know, this is a marathon, not a sprint. I think most projects in Web3 have been sprinting and not thinking about a marathon mm -hmm. approach. And so that's why you see so many of them burn out. They overpromise, underdeliver, get scrutinized. And then when you get scrutinized enough, you just give up. You say, the hell with you. I'm done with this, right? And so, which, which I can't imagine as well. It must be like, it can't be fun going onto your Discord every day and just seeing people complain about things not moving too fast because it's still like, it, as you say, it's, 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 it's a startup. Like and you have to make things happen, but sometimes it's also hard to make things happen. Of course, if, whether you have funding or not, mm -hmm. um, things take a while. Right. And, and we're expecting, we're expecting companies to build entire games in like months, for example. And it, it just, it, it, it's, it's quite a, it's quite a task to do such. So, I, I mean, um, yeah. a, little, a little more patience would be healthy. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and, you know, I think the people that have stuck around with us this long, which is I think we started the Discord in end of December and then people knew about it in January. Six months in NFTs is an eternity. But the people that are here are loyal and and it feels mm. like family. And so I think that'll go mm. a long way. Um, I also believe that um, we're not seen as... Um, bad actors in the space. And so our, the hope is that we can transfer some of that um, personal brand creation into a really strong community. I did want to, I did want to talk a little bit about the yeah. children's book. Um, obviously you show yeah. a little bit about that. We'd love to hear kind of your thoughts on how that's progressing and where you want to take that. Yeah. So, so Peach has been working on that for, for a while now. So it's, I mean, she wrote it. And and then from there uh, she started working on everything around it. And, and actually, the children's book also gave us the idea of like how do we how do we slice this into different um, content. Um, that's also where like Millie is the main character of the book, and um, Millie is now the main character of the uh, animated uh, shorts that we're doing. To me, it's about if you're building a brand and your sole focus is purely on your like NFT audience, which is, and it's growing and it's big. And I understand that it's, it's like, you can do it. I, I like doodles. If you, if you look at what they're doing, it, it's possible, but for a new project without funding to do that, it's, it's quite hard. So I, I wanted to, I wanted to make sure that we could create content away from our web free only audience that would be um approachable and accessible for other audiences as well and um the children's book is is one of those content pieces that we will have and it's it's, it's to be honest it's always always been a dream of feature as well to to make one and it just fits very well into this project and we will like hand it out in in schools in the netherlands uh and send out some to you guys and, and everywhere uh, to make sure that everyone gets to see many. But most important is that um, 
that it's just another touch point for the deer pack in, in different audiences. So we want to make people happy, but we also want people to learn about the deer pack and get to meet Millie. And then after they read the book, maybe they will uh, look it up online and see the, uh, the animations. And, you know, it, this way you can have this whole brand instead of only the, the NFTs. Yeah, I, I think we've talked about this before. Um, and I think you and I are on slightly different mm-hmm. sides of the table on this about the fully decentralized versus <laughs> centralized. And my thoughts has always been in order to get to the true final destination of um, returning the, the power or the decision making to the people, you need to slowly, you know, um, dose that into the rest of the population. And so the idea of a book or a YouTube channel or a Netflix series or all those things, those are traditionally more Web 2 and Web 1. Uh, it's important because we don't have enough of a following to make an impact if we just have 888 um, exactly. mint holders, exactly. right? Yeah. You need that number to be yeah. 8 million, exactly. 800. 88,000 Millie fans, right? And so I think traditional crypto maxis, decentralized maxis, need to understand that for this to become mainstream, you somehow have to growth hack your way into the mainstream and then Trojan horse the the decentralized aspect of it, right? And that's that's like you have 100% um, pronounces better than I did. Um, that's that's the whole idea, and and I truly believe in that. And I truly and like we can take a step forward to to our brand collapse. We have we have our web two ties already, and we've had such positive responses from brands already. I think um, that's one of the perks of being the oldest team in web three. <laughs> we still have deep foundational roots in web two. We, we, I think, I think you and me and Rooney, the three of us speak corporate language still too. Um, we understand that you need to be able to act a certain way to be able to get the attention of these traditional players. Because you think about web three, it is the most extremely Mm -hmm. high risk of high risk ideas to even incubate in your mind let alone propose it to your mm-hmm. leadership team as a as an individual that works at a mm-hmm. large corporation so if you can't present it in a way where they can understand what the risk to reward is mm-hmm. it, it's it's pretty much a non-starter and so i think kudos to you and your ability it's i think in general it's it's a yeah it, it's a it's a it's a no-go just purely because of like uh, um uh, reputation management right so it's even even like, i think it was ubisoft right that was trying to implement nfts in the games the backslash they got from just mentioning the word nfts in one of their tweets like they immediately had to had to um had to stop the, the idea of, of working that way so it's it's a huge risk for companies and and um and i 100% understand that they if they're not ready to do anything in that area but we have to try and, yeah. and like I think it's uh, it's 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 up to us to onboard those companies and show them that it's not only like Ponzi money grabbing idiots um but there's actually a lot of 
nice things to be found. Yeah, and I think, you know, our track record in the traditional space probably makes it a little bit easier for people to not be apprehensive about, you know, engaging us with the conversation in that regard. It's um, it's a lot harder when someone is just doesn't have like a traditional, not profile, but resume of work where they're where they have to have a lot of trust in somebody before they are going to present it in front of somebody else. Right. And so um, it's a I think it's a unique spot where we're in. But you're right. You know, in the in the medical world, if you're allergic to something, they microdose mm-hmm. you with whatever that is to get you to be more um, uh less reactive to it so like there's there's a lot of programs you can do for like if you're allergic to eggs or peanuts right i think of web3 as as something that needs microdosing because 99.9 percent of society is allergic to crypto and web3 and 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 to be honest you have good metaphors today (laughs) these these brands need to do these projects without even telling their audience that they're doing a project right i see a world where millie is this uh, brand initiative and no one even knows that it's on the blockchain until like exactly. six months later yeah. right and by that time they've been neutralized in terms of the the red alerts and whatnot they might have in the false narratives that they mm-hmm. might have with it so um you know uh, a cartoon and a book are very easy for traditional people yeah. to understand um a blockchain nft in a wallet not so much right <laughs> it, it, it doesn't make sense right i mean even if you would sometimes if, even if, if if we look at it it's like i mean uh, like so you have like 500 nfts right i think that, <laughs> you must sometimes also look at it like what what, what what's happening like what, what's even happening in my in my meta mask yeah well i stopped i stopped even trying to make sense <laughs> of it because uh, there's, there's just too much regret in that wallet. But, you know, I think of it as a, a cost of tuition mm-hmm. for me to become very ingrained in mm-hmm. this technology, right? When I first started um, last year in NFTs, I was very skeptical, very clueless, and didn't really have a good use case for it. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, I think it was 2019 or twenty early twenty. Yeah, 2019, I had actually looked at buying land in Decentraland. Mm-hmm. Looking back, it was probably one of the worst decisions not to do it. But when I first saw it, I was like, this is stupid. Like, I'm not spending $500 for... I had the exact same thought. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, if that's how I felt just 24 months ago, imagine where I'm going to feel 24 months from now. And so I told myself after that folly in an investment decision that I would never discredit something mm-hmm. so quickly ever again. I would try it before I, you know, discredited it. And quite honestly, I consider me buying 500 NFTs to be similar to me losing a bunch of money on a bad option trade in the traditional markets, right? And so I don't make those same mistakes in the traditional market. And when I decided to come on board the Deer Pack, I wouldn't have decided this was a good idea unless I had made you know, 300 mm. NFTs worth of mistakes mm. beforehand to see what's a good project, what's a good vision, what's a good team. And so, you know, I think what I see from the hubris perspective of what the Deer Pack can do, we can be a a way to pave a path forward for future projects to come mm. that want to do this. Um, and maybe even we become like the, the launch point for projects that want to mm-hmm. do it the same way as us. And maybe that 888 uh, mint 
number is kind of like the exclusive club that we continue to support new brands that want to mm. come up through the ranks mm. in that regard too. So there's cool opportunities there. Speaking of brands, you kind of mm. mentioned it a little bit. What is like the, I know you can't talk about the first one because yeah. we want to keep it private and make it exciting. Um, you know, between you and me, it's that's a super cool deal that you locked in and I can't wait for you to be able to announce it. What's the hope? What do you want this to look like when uh, we're really optimized for, for this type of partnership in the future? At some point, I mean, the, in the ideal uh, situation, I would love to to reward our holders in any way possible. So in in in, in this current, like we're starting now, so we have these. Let's say it will be gifts to our community that we, that we are able to distribute. Um, but at some point, when we can either sell um sell our intellectual property or whatever that may look like we, i would love to have that flow back to our holders which is much easier when you have an 888 collection compared to when you have a x thousands collection so i would love to look a lock in um like long-term deals uh with brands that fit as well um and uh, um, i would love to work with brands that do well um and, and spread that word and um and just create healthy long-term relationships and make sure that we like also can use their reach to um to to, to how do you say to maximize our own exposure um so uh, it will be a like a win-win situation uh, in the end. If we can if we can partner up with huge brands that will share our content, um, that means a lot of people in Web One and Web Two will see them, and um, not only will we able to to reward our holders with whatever comes from those brands, um, but it will also create that value of having this NFT of this very well-known regular uh, brand. I think the point of the matter is the Deer Pack is trying to build a brand that builds loyalty. And at the end of the day, web two and web one brands want loyalty. And if we find the right partnerships with the right projects and companies that mean well, do well, act well, then our brand loyalty transfers directly to their brand. And so Disney doesn't know I exist. Uh, some product company doesn't know I exist, but I'm pushing products that I care about, even if I know I'm not getting a return on that. So that's kind of the hope and the dream that I have for, for Millie and for the Deer Pack is that we become the Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse of Web3. Let's do it. Okay, well, I want to be mindful of time. I want to keep this under 30 minutes. And so is there anything that you want to tell the the people that have been uh, you know, with us from the beginning or joining us um, even on the near term, like uh, any last last comments? I know my hope is that we can do this every few weeks or uh, at least once a month um, and then just kind of keep everyone up to speed through these little informal sessions. So I think um, exactly what you said. I, I think uh, one of the things that, that uh, I've been not doing well is just updating on the project because there has been, there has been happening a lot behind the scenes and nobody really notices it and, and you don't want to um throw out too much information uh, uh, that just doesn't that doesn't mean anything but I, I, we, we will have more regular updates and keep you in the loop um and we will mint soon and 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 i'm 100 percent sure that everyone will 
love their their fonts. I want to just say thank you for sticking around as well because like I've been visiting a lot of communities in the discourse and sometimes it can get awfully quiet and I love that that the people even though there's no um there's no joint investment. Like I get that people come together and like celebrate their investment going up and going down and, and, and people, we don't have that. Like there's no actual NFT out yet. And yet still people come in every day and, uh, and check in on each other and, and, and have a laugh. And it's, uh, and, and that's super rewarding. And I loved it. And I hope they will stick around for the coming weeks, uh, to get that actual NFT and, and be, uh, finally be part of the DPEG, uh on the blockchain as well. I think um, this short episode will be warranting of a at-channel announcement because we rarely use those and, uh, you know, get this out to the, you know, 1,200 people that are in the Discord. Some of them that don't probably check here too often, but, you know, at some point they saw the cuteness and came here and we should probably give them a good reminder of why they, why they showed up. But to your point, you know, I think what the Deer Pack did well from day one is build genuine community. Uh, that's unfazable, right? I can only imagine someone that would try to come in and FUD the project, how many people would just tell them to shut up and leave. And that's rare in a lot of ways. And so, you know, it's exciting to see it. And it's exciting to think about this community growing 5, yeah. 10x in terms of that level of loyalty. And then, you know, it's on us to kind of continue to provide that community and 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 growth mm. and opportunity and excitement and so um you know thanks for jumping on and giving everyone an update we'll do it again in july sometime let's do it cool let's do it all right well for everybody that's listening um let us know if you like this if you want us to do more of these updates if you have questions that you want us to answer let us know as well um i know i didn't get to the q a that some people threw in the discord earlier but uh, I promise that the next one will will cover more uh, audience questions. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of the, the most of the questions were, were, were answered as well, right? I think uh, um, I think that the I think Fredo had some questions. Yeah. But well, I think if we missed it, um, you can blame me for being a bad host, and we'll get to him next time. Anyway, uh, we'll end it here. Thanks for listening to this brief update on where we're going and what we're doing. And this is just stage one of world domination by Millie. And so uh, thanks for listening and we'll be back next time. Watch out for the farm.